Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. Healing with the Masters represents transformation to ignite your light and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention? It's free. Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these shows because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome everyone to Volume 13 of Healing with the Masters and today's powerful show. You know, this 2014 set of seasons is unique in that it's our second year of the Aquarian Age. And this is a year of let's get her done. <laughs> this is our soul group opportunity to commit to our journeys, engage in our lives, and in the process and together make a difference on this planet. We are so delighted that you have chosen to hang out with us this season. And I want to remind you, and again, this is a little prayer of preparation that we do for each show to energetically get you congruent and aligned. So I want to remind you that you are beckoning forth all the content on this and every show of the season of Healing with the Masters. Your intentions have brought forth this very moment. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that I am you speaking to you right now. You created this. <laughs> so everything is here for you. That's what's so powerful about our Healing with the Masters community. You create the content through your intentions and pull it through us. I also want to remind you that the healing part of our name, it means transformation. It means realignment. It means repatterning. It means you are on a pathway to change it all. And we're so excited at what you're about to create. Now, you may think that the masters are the remarkable speakers that we bring on each week, but we know that you are actually the master you are seeking. All of the answers are within you. And the master teachers you're hearing on this series are giving you nudges and hints as to who you truly are, that bright, sparkling being of light and love that is you. Now, today, I'm very excited to welcome uh, an amazing woman, Don Clark is an international best-selling author who provides transformation, transformational entrainment and self-empowerment on a global scale. Don creates an elegant synergy of science and spirituality with breakthrough strat strategies and innovative tools that enable people to consciously create their own holographic universe, enabling them to repair core fractures, which we're going to talk about today, to clear toxic emotions, and repattern themselves for a different life of longevity and success. Dawn's insight gained uh, from her near-death experiences with her finger on the pulse of emerging research in the fields of physics, brain science, psychology, fractals, biochemistry, and computer science have enabled her to transform people from all walks of life, including Fortune 100 executives, celebrities, nonprofit leaders, medical professionals, scientists, artists, teachers, clergy, families, and now you. <laughs> so we are so excited to welcome Don Clark to Healing with the Masters. Welcome, Don. 
Oh, thank you. I am so excited to be here. What a wonderful treat for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful treat for us and our audience as well. Now, you have a, a really interesting story um, of, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about these near-death experiences and how they brought forth this amazing insight, clarity, and then the, the actual processes that you created that have allowed so many around the globe to really transform. So share a little bit about what, what happened there. Well, it was, it was fascinating to me, too. Near-death experiences are just so transformational. Um, I had a series of them, and what they empowered me to do, actually, was to understand something I'd been perceiving my whole life, which was different fields of frequency around people. Um, so when I was a child, for example, I would see fields of information that looked like holograms or mathematical formulas, very different than just perceiving color around someone. And I recognized things that I call core fractures and puddles of toxic emotions and little limiting um, belief systems that were inside people's core fields, the very essence of who they were. And as a child, this used to trouble me a lot because I wanted to help people realize uh, their full potential because in addition to all of those things that were holding people back, what I was seeing inside everyone's field was something that I called their soul print. It's like the essence of who they came to be, the all of who they are if they weren't so limited by these other things. And so I remember just being very disturbed and troubled and as early as four years old. I can remember trying to encourage people to live into that full potential, but I didn't know how to get them past these deep things that, that I saw holding them back. And so the first near-death experience that I had when I was seven, it began to answer that question for me. Uh, I, I was I drowned. Um, somebody jumped in the middle of my back off of the high dive, and I went to the bottom of the pool, and the lifeguard didn't see it. And so from my seven-year-old experience, I felt this crushing blow to the middle of my back. Then I felt like I was floating down momentarily and then up into the clouds, higher, 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 happier, 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 into this amazing, almost like a rainbow-like of an energy experience. And I met with two guides that I had seen in dream before, even at that age, and I was so happy to see them because I finally felt like I was home. And what their message to me was, was that I was to focus on the energy signatures that I was observing and not try to find the solution yet, that I was to understand this world of frequency as if it was a vocabulary, a language. Just like we have words for things, the frequency signature of shame or guilt or betrayal has a very unique vibration that is the same vibration across cultures, across languages. So I was learning this universal language of frequency that bridges all of our language barriers. And I was told to just rest at peace, that more answers were coming, and that this was just the time to learn the language of frequency. And so when I, when I came back into my body, I was on the side of the pool, and they were doing CPR, and I felt so much more at peace. And so two big takeaways for that were that I was in a, in a period of learning this language. I could relax about what the solution was for the time being. That wasn't my job. And I, I walked away having no fear of death any longer because I'd, I'd actually had the experience. And so that came in really, really handy. When I was 10 years old, I was told that uh, my, I, I was diagnosed with scoliosis, and at that time they didn't do any pre-screening. And so by the time I got to the doctor, I had 60-plus degree curves, and they threw me into one of those old um, Milwaukee braces, and I kept uh, progressing worse and worse every month, and they said, really, there's nothing we can do. We anticipate you have about two years before Basically, your rib cage causes your diaphragm to collapse, and, and at that time, there just wasn't the surgery available that there is today. And so when they told me that, I didn't go into fear mode because I'd already crossed over once, and it gave me the opportunity to learn a whole new set of vocabulary words through frequency, which was watching my parents go through that experience of being told their child uh, you wasn't going to make it, had a limited period of time. And then I watched um, you, you know, my, my dad pull through, and 
uh, find funding for a brand new surgery and, and do all different kinds of things to get me to be one of the prototype patients for this Harrington rod surgery that was invented about a year later. And so I, I didn't panic during that period. I just kept watching and learning and getting my vocabulary very proficient. And I noticed that there are these foundational building blocks for all of us. And if we have certain fractures, it impedes us in certain ways. And so by the time I went into the surgery, it was interesting. The The doctor who invented the surgery, this happened when I was 12, he had, <clears throat> he had a stroke two weeks before my surgery. And so his assistant did the surgery and something happened during the surgery. Apparently they nicked my aorta. I lost eight units of blood and boom, I crossed right back over. Holy cow. Gosh, Ben, it was, it was, it was incredible. Like if the first experience was awesome, this was super awesome. I ended up sitting in what I could best describe as a celestial garden. Have you ever been to Butchart Gardens up in Victoria? Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it makes that look like a pale black and white comparison. It's, it's as if everything was in bloom and the, and the blossoms were unfolding. And as they did, they were releasing a fragrance into the air that was just the pure essence of love. And so I was, and nothing was quite solid. You could see through things a little bit, but everything vibrated love. So my entire surroundings were pure love and the air itself was just this pure universal love. And so with every breath I took, I felt my vibration elevate on the inside and the outside was also surrounded by this environment of exquisite, indescribable love. And within a very short period of time, what seemed like a minute or two, there was this popping sound within me. And it was as if I came into congruence with all of that love. And then before I knew it, those two guides appeared again. And I was so excited to see them. I was so excited to be there. I said, oh, wow, I'm home. And they said, well, we're glad you're here. Now we want to tell you what to do with all this information that you have. And they proceeded to help me understand that for every frequency that we have down here that's a a limiting frequency, a core fracture, a separation from source, that there is an antidote to that. So if you thought about mathematics, for example, and you had a negative five on one side, you could cancel that negative five out with a positive five. But I was being shown all this in what you could think about like complex um, frequency and mathematical formulas, and I understood it all, which I'm sure was the result of that popping and that congruence. And so I was told I needed to go back down and deliver these antidote frequencies or these solutions so that humanity could move into that next evolution, could move into their full potential, because that's what's needed right now to save the planet and to save humanity. And it's a funny thing, though. I, I didn't want to come back. I argued. I was like, I don't want to go back. I don't like it down there. I like it over here. And they, the, the next thing I knew, I felt like this giant hand grabbed me around the middle and slammed me back down into the earth plane, and I was hanging in the corner, uh, basically, of the operating room, watching these doctors frantically work on a body that looked like mine used to. That was kind of my perspective. And I, I kept thinking, why don't they just leave her alone? And the next thing I knew, I was back inside the body, and that started this um, entire next journey. I spent a year in a body cast. There was a 10-year recovery. And, and during that whole time, every night, I would have these extreme extraordinarily lucid dreams of being in a it's like a, um, a classroom and it, initially there was a, a blackboard and then later there was a whiteboard and they would um, they would bring in somebody on a, on a gurney or something show me the frequency signatures write the antidote formulas down and it was <clears throat> it was quite a learning experience for me and I would fill up notebooks and so by the time I was 21 I really understood this whole body of work, and I began to uh, basically bring it to the world. And there was just a, a series of evolutions and a couple of more close calls to help me remember things that I might have forgotten. And it, it's been just um, a very, a very blessed life for me of feeling just so driven to make sure that this information reaches people in a way that they can apply it to everyday life. And 
um, just to kind of wrap it up, you know, I was bringing this very etheric information in from the other side, and I I kept praying for a way to help ground it in so that people could understand it and, and wrap their mind around it better to make use of it, to, to employ it in their lives. And I was lecturing in Palo Alto, California, and I had the privilege of having some Stanford researchers in the audience, and they totally got it. And they helped me actually understand the physics behind all of this, how, behind all of how this works. And then I became friends with a person who, uh, the physicist who did all the remote viewing studies and the studies about non-local reality. And so that entire world of physics and the way to understand this deep intrinsic healing um, through frequency, um, through a lens of physics, really helped me to bring in something that the the logical mind could understand as well as the heart. And then I toggle between that and sort of a shamanic perspective or a psychological perspective to give people just a good um, framework for how they can reshape their lives. So that's how I ended up where I am today. And I hope I don't need too many more refresher courses, but I'll continue to show up as long as I need to. <laughs> that is just an astonishing story. And, and uh, as you shared, just speaking about these frequency uh, codes and these mm-hmm. uh, and the the frequency codes that cancel, you know, the minuses and the and so right. on within the kind of algorithm. As you were speaking of it, it almost felt like these codes were somehow working on us in the background already. Is is that they true what are, I'm feeling? It's so true because I carry them in yeah. my field. I carry all of these healing frequencies or antidote frequencies just in my resonance. They're a part of me. And so when I speak about it and when I share the the I was broadcasting it out to everybody, it starts to work right away. That's so cool. I'm really feeling it. And when you're talking about it, it's almost like I could see kind of the 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 holistic mathematics. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's multidimensional mathematics. It is. Yeah, it is. And r- the geometries are called planktonic geometries, which means that they supersede um, our time-space continuum and have a ripple effect through through what's called non-local reality. Which means it's interesting. Um, when we think about the past, it's not really the past because we bring it into this moment in time. And when we plan for the future, it's really not the future. It's really we're doing that in this moment in time. So as Eckhart Tolle so um, wonderfully helped us understand that, you know, the power of now, when we think about the field of non-local reality where our core blueprint lies, our underlying morphogenetic field, it sits in this space of the now, but it contains all of the traumas that you've experienced that were extreme, all of the bliss points, and all of your deeply rooted uh, kind of your blueprint of who you are and what you came to do, along with guilt, shame, anger, regret that was that was intense. The intensity of emotion associated with events literally bridges uh, the, the the time space continuum and stores this stuff for all time, and so we need to heal at this deep level for us to be able to realize in our, in our everyday world the kind of experience that we seek to have. Um, so, yes, it's very holistic, and it, it functions through that universal domain of frequency, which, you know, it's, it's interesting. We, I was speaking with Dean Radin. He's a, the lead scientist for um, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and they've determined that we're basically aware of only one trillionth of the information that's available to us at any given moment in time. And the world around us is all frequency. And so when we begin to understand how to heal through that language as well, um, it opens up a tremendous world of possibilities because then we can start to work to build the life that we really desire um, to have, and until we uh, begin to do both of those things, healing and learning how to construct, what happens is people experience something I call glimpsing. They can work really, really hard to get that new world up or that that new prosperity into their life, but it's more like a, a glimpse of it, and then it goes away again, a glimpse of the love you want, and it goes away again, because that's an indication that the blueprint, the core 
the morphogenetic field still has uh, the the minuses in it, the 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 damage, the trauma. Um, and so it's undermining what you're trying to create because that blueprint is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and your ability to affirm or positively think about something, maybe that's 15 or 20 minutes a day. So the universe around you is, um, is getting your positive message tw- 20 minutes a day, but the, the limiting programming that's stored in your field is on 24-7. So your overriding result is that you're still experiencing limitation in your life despite your best efforts. Uh, this this brings up a really important point. Uh, first of all, I love that notion of glimpsing because it, it just it's such an accurate description of so many people who say, I've done everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they have right. little moments and yet they go away. And, and And one of the themes of this season of Healing with the Masters that's fitting in perfectly here is that it's time to um, to not repress and suppress it's those those events those tra- traumas in our life it's time to use them and move through them and so yeah. so let, let's talk about that let's talk about um, the uh, what you call core fractals uh, mm-hmm. excuse me core fractures core fractures um, mm-hmm. let, let's talk about those and and what are they and um, uh, uh, how can we move through them and uh, by the way that Absolutely. morphogenic field. I just wanted to highlight that before we get there. Um, I love that, that it holds within us what happened to us and who we really are. Yes. And those those things that happened to us, Uh quote-unquote, the fractures and toxic emotions, when when we bring them forward and allow them to be, become the gift that they are, it transforms in your field from a liability into an asset. Wow. So all of these things, because I could feel the audience kind of retract going, oh, crap. Right. No, no. <laughs> I've got this stuff like that's turning... broadcasting 24 hours. It's not good. But it's But you, what you're saying here is that though, those are the gifts. Those are the nuggets, the opportunities. Is that the idea? It's like, yes, it's like turning the, sh- it's like finding gold in the shadows. All of those things that we've experienced, when we learn how to um, transform that, it's a little bit like alchemy. It's, it's, so let's say it's a negative five right now. When you learn how to turn that into a positive five, really what you get is this net result of wisdom and inner strength, and it, it's amazing how it facilitates you on your path. Nothing that you've experienced is for naught. Um, it's just that we get stuck in it when we don't know how to convert it into its actual gift. And so part of that is a reconnection to, the, to this pure love bandwidth. Remember that pop that I described? Right. When people are able to connect back to a resonance of pure love, because most of us haven't experienced that kind of love, if, unless you've had sort of a crossing over, um, then it enables us to see through and to understand, and boom, that, um, that negative experience suddenly becomes something that helped you become all of who you were ever meant to be. So, for example, many of us didn't experience the love that we desired growing up, but what happened as a result of that is that we learned to really value friendship or love or authenticity. And so that's a gift. And then as soon as we heal that fracture, boom, you end up with a net positive. You've You've led an entirely different life. You made different choices. You, the intensity of it woke you up. A lot of what happens to us is to wake us up. Then it's how do you heal it and how do you take those gifts and actually step into all of who you are. We're not meant to stay fractured at yeah. all. Yeah. The fracture so, is, is just a piece of the puzzle that is actually meant to wake us up. Exactly. And uh, it's, it's, it's so powerful. So if we... If we talk about what fractures are, we all have them. And I was asked on a big PBS special once, so are you done healing? And I said, oh, my gosh, no. I said, I'm not done until everyone's done because we're all interconnected. Oh, wow. And so that's, that, that's, you know, that's, that's the for, cool thing. For someone like you, that's like, oh, cool. And for the rest of it, it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> no, no. But life gets better. Life gets better and better and better. Right. I, for all of us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's Life is an evolution. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful journey, not a destination. And so 
you can think of it like starting in the basement and then have a spiral staircase kind of like the DNA. And as you level that morphogenetic vibration up, you end up at the first floor. And boy, is it an improvement over the basement. And it's steady. And you walk around, you explore that first floor, and you go, wow, this is cool. And you live there for two or three months, four months, and you say, you know what? I know how to improve this. And then you level up again. That's the cool thing with these tools is that they're tools for life. And so you level up again, and then you're on the second floor, and you've, you've improved life again. And it's all about us becoming congruent again with everything is love, everything is light, there is plenty. And knowing that, having that be our core resonance, uh, things that really can hold people back, uh, and these can be, if we if we talk about it from a past life perspective, uh, that's great. And I also want to say those who don't like thinking that way, you can understand, too, that your DNA holds information uh, within you for six generations back. So it doesn't even have to be a past life. You could be impacted by something that's being held in your DNA. So we have a history within humanity that says if you reveal who you are, you're going to get killed, you're going to be persecuted, whether that's the Holocaust kind of imprinting, whether that's the Salem witch trials kind of imprinting. Uh, it, it just has repeated so many times. So that in and of itself is a core fracture that we carry within us that needs to be healed if we're really to step into our authentic state of being. And when we do that, wow, the universe just shows up to support it in ways that you can't even imagine from this fractured state of being because our life experience in this fractured world is, is a, a life experience of not enough, of judgment, of, of lack, and we struggle to get out the other side. But I want, I want to back up to a, a central fracturing experience that the majority of all people have, and it's our birth. When yeah. we leave source, when we incarnate, for most of us, there's an experience of separation as we move into a body. We fall into this illusion that we're separate, and that makes us feel lost. It makes us feel like we don't belong. It makes us feel abandoned. It, we don't understand. We think we're adopted. All of these feelings that, that um, are deep within us comes from the, the veils um, that we that, that shut out our remembrance. And so part of our journey is, is being able to remember and to reconnect. And as soon as that happens, the world starts to unfold in a different way. So that's a fracturing experience, that sense of aloneness. And then if our parents, gosh, then we hold out hope that our parents are going to be that love that we came from, and they're not. Uh, they're They've got their own fracturing that they're repeating. They come from a whole different generation that wasn't as fluid in their healing at all. If you think about like the difference between the vibration of a stone and the vibration of water or steam, I mean, they were like stone. They really are locked up in their in their patterns usually and just repeating what happened to them and what they have in them for generations. And we, um, you know, in this age, we are much more fluid and so and sensitive, and so it's very hard for us, many of us. And so that created more fracturing. The child who is left to cry it out in the crib, um, from that soul's perspective, that child's soul is thinking, wow, the, the person that I love most, that I count on most, doesn't show up when I need them, no matter how much I cry. And at some point, there is like a, a giving up. And with that intense emotion followed by that giving up, when that giving up feeling happens, that's when the core fracture happens. And part of your soul, your essence, the very part of you that, that came down here to be all this light, splits off from the uh, real world that you experience, this, this uh, 3D experience, and goes into non-local reality, and that's a safety zone. They no longer have to experience the pain or the trauma. They just basically, it's like going to the sidelines of the game. They go to the sidelines of the game. They don't want to be in the game anymore. And what's left is you in the game still, as if you're on the football field, but you've sustained an injury. One of your, one of your players, part of you is off on the sidelines. You keep going forward through life, but 
it's like a car. It, by the time we get to 50, we're like a car that's driven 150,000 miles. We've been in multiple accidents. We've lost a fender. We've got a broken windshield. And we're just still tinkering down the road. We have to <laughs> recover those pieces, restore the car so that we can truly experience the life we're meant to do. And in doing that, wow, it turns us on inside that the, the, the part of us that is our soul in that homecoming, in that remembrance, in that awakening, all of those liabilities are turned into assets. And we're more than we ever imagined we could be because we have the knowledge of how to walk through that. And that knowledge is then translated to humanity because we're part of the whole, the, we're part of the fabric of, of all of humanity. And so we actually... Jennifer, I really believe everybody who listens to these shows, everybody who listens to your show and experiences this, even just on the call, we're building bridges for healing humanity. Um, It's incredible. As you open even your mind, it shifts the field. So that's the that's the answer. That's the antidote. It's when I was on the other side when when these frequency codes actually came in to repair core fractures. They were initially revealed to me um, as uh, golden symbols that were etched onto a giant stone template that was about eight and a half feet tall and two and a half feet thick. And when I looked at them, they ignited in light and then whooshed out like a like a wormhole on Stargate and appeared as a wave pattern and then went back into their um, golden frequency uh, symbol. And I was told that these antidote frequencies were are fail-safe uh, for humanity. They empower us to literally heal these fractures that have plagued us for millennia and evolve into that next um, level of consciousness where we can have our human experience, not have it break us, and and glean from it what we're really meant to to understand because so much of what this is about is learning how to bring that love energy of heaven or the other, you know, the other side down into the earth plane or an incarnate um, kind of experience. Oh, uh, it's another theme, which is bringing heaven, the kingdom of heaven to us now. And mm-hmm. it's, it's Definitely. what all the prophets and masters talk about. Uh, you know, it reminds me a little bit of, of the shamanic work I used to do in my twenties where, where we would bring in um, the the pieces of us that shattered and 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 left, and uh, we would do soul retrieval. Is it is it kind yes. of similar to that? Well, and I, I in my twenties I did that too, and <laughs> it is similar to that uh, because now if you think about it, when you're when you're the shaman and you're doing a soul recovery or soul retrieval for somebody, you are. Um, in a more healed state than the person that you're helping. So your vibration and your understanding of how to navigate towards wholeness for that person, you form the bridge to the shamanic realms, which in physics terms could be thought of as non-local reality, and you connect with that piece, and you basically form the bridge for that piece to come back home into the the 3D or 4D, if you want to consider time-space, world um, and that person then has to integrate that um, recovered piece back into their life. So these frequency codes are, in essence, the bridge. They are this pure, unconditional love from the other side. It's I can't even really call it unconditional because it has the un. It's, it's universal love, and they're in a particular frequency sequence that literally forms that bridge, connects with our pieces, and reunites us with them in the now and then we integrate them and we it, it in it restores the fractures literally dissolve away it's it's not like you've patched them and they're going to crack open again when you recover that energetic density that fracture was merely a result of the loss of energy so it simply ceases to be it, it dissolves away so you become whole your vibration to the world changes and when that happens, the world around you levels up and reflects that new state of wholeness and love and knowing that you deserve to be loved. 
This is really, really amazing, amazing. I'm just resonating so strongly with it. And, and it feels like as you were describing that whole process about, you know, the separation, the birth and the traumas, all those things create these fracturings that, that go into that place of, uh, what did you call it? The, 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 the well, non, non-local reality non-local is what physics reality. calls it. And a, a shaman would call it the shamanic realms. Right. And they perceive that. Um, just much like a, a remote viewer perceives non-local reality based on their own conditioning and how their brain processes the frequency information, the shaman perceives it in a certain way. And I, I love, um, I, I, I just love correlating it together because the shamanic understanding of soul loss, a.k.a. fracturing, and recovery, that it was possible to heal it, it's been on the planet for over 10,000 years a long across... Time. Yeah, many cultures that that never even were connected to each other 10,000 years ago. And from a from a psychological perspective or a clinical perspective, you could think about it like disassociation. You have disassociated from part of yourself, and the trick is how do you reassociate that, reintegrate that? Um talking about it won't accomplish it because that piece has literally left the regular right. realms that you function in. The cognitive and mind can't can't it, do the, the process. Can't do it. You but could talk what, about it for 20 years. What's interesting, do though, Don, is that, um, and I definitely want to get into, you know, how we can connect again, but I, I love this notion that these core fractures um, are actually a bit of a coping mechanism. I mean, you know, if, if that pr- mechanism weren't there, my sense of it is that I would have exploded a long time ago, <laughs> that, that something would have happened within me that would have kind of, if that piece didn't break free and go into non-local reality, mm-hmm. um, then, then it's allowed me to survive. And it, it's kind of a mechanism of quote-unquote suppression, but the physics behind it is so much more elegant and supportive. And I, what I love that's happening on the call right now is I tap into everyone is that our minds and our hearts are now opening because it's not scary. It's not something that's some psychological, you know, like like Eve, you know, the, the multiple personalities of Eve and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, it's not like that at this all. This is not a cognitive process anymore. This is just pure, beautiful physics. This is an algorithm mm-hmm. of love. And the, the whole process of, of this breaking off and going to a shamanic, into the shamanic sphere, into the non, non, non-local reality it feels very loving and hopeful to me that it's not this huge trauma to get it back again. So I, no. I just want to thank you for, for being so articulate um, and sharing with us so beautifully that this is the process of life on this planet at this time and that there is a beautiful system in place that is incredibly supportive. Um, oh, so thank you. You're giving me goosebumps all over and the, the entire time we're talking, I'm, I'm projecting the, the journey and the healing to everyone, and I know you can feel that. It's, it is such a, a beautiful system, and we were part of this. And, you know, it's interesting. I've never heard anybody share that perspective before that you did about you would have exploded a long time ago. In a way, if we understand that your soul, all of us, we came in, we are these amazing change agents down here. We're the seeds of light. And we came in with uh, an agenda, with a mission to do something. And part of that mission involved learning all these things that we've learned. And to do that, uh, we needed to experience certain things. For those who've read uh, Neil Donald Walsh's book, Little Soul in the Sun, he he shares so elegantly what I also experienced in a third near-death experience where I was shown that, you know, we partner uh, with people to learn things down here. And all that's good and fine cognitively, but how do you restore yourself after became the real question. Yeah. How, how You can get it, but how do you actually get your energy back? Yes. So here, here's, the, here's the, the interesting thing. The reason that these pieces can literally split off is because of the intense emotion that's associated with our fracturing incidents. Emotion has the capacity to bridge the time-space continuum. That's why authentic prayer can really make a difference, and that's why remote healing works. And even studies that they've done with uh, non-local reality, for example, if they take uh, married couples 
and they can separate them by, by 50 miles and put biosensors on, uh, let's say, biosensors on the wife in this experiment. And then they plunged the husband's hand into ice water 50 miles away. The intense emotion experienced with that, the wife experienced it in that very moment. She registered it. Wow. So there's so many experiments that, that prove this up, that emotion transcends time and space. She didn't experience, experience it 10 minutes later. It was in the same instant. So, so when you have that intense emotion, you discover your, you know, your significant other's been cheating on you. You don't get invited to the dance. You get spanked. You get abused. You get yelled at. You don't feel like you belong. When you, when you hit those intense emotions, that carrier wave I call them emotional carrier waves, is the vehicle along which that quote-unquote soul piece, that part of you, can make the ride to non-local reality, to the safety zone. The way to make the ride back to you is through the antidote wave because uh, you, you, have to, you have to bring it back with love. And most of us, because of our life experience, um, never experience never have that that love come into our lives. Yeah, we don't have the template for it. mm -mm, We don't. And the more we become fractured, the less we have the template for it. Mm -hmm. The more we repeat our fractures. Because that that blueprint or our template is actually like the seed of our entire, it's like a fractal pattern, a repeating pattern. Wow. So then we, that that initial moment of uh, what, you know, what uh, Maslow called peak experience, that from an emotional perspective, that initial moment creates the fractal, but then we kind of are patterned into that fractal so that we re- recreate it in our life? Exactly. Holy it creates crap. a seed, a seed event. Right. So, seed fractal ev- so this is start, a seed event, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Fractals start with a seed, and that seed event, a fractal then iterates over and over and over again. So fractal and is so, a, 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 explain again what fractal is. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a quantum physics term. Um, well, and, and fractals mm-hmm. appear in our everyday lives, and they're so powerful. Um, all of our nature is a series. If you look at a fern leaf, it's a fractal pattern over and over and over and over again. Um, so I actually take a little time in my courses to help people understand fractals because the cool thing is when you change the vibration at the seed of the fractal, the whole it's like hitting that common denominator. Everything can heal at once. So you don't have to heal hundred things, you can heal one thing. Really I'm actually, well. ha- I'm actually sh- being shown a little vision here, as you said that it's like a note is hit um, mm. when, when you do that, and that note exactly. creates this crazy ripple that shifts the whole thing. It, it's why I think I love time travel movies so much, <laughs> because yes. because when we ch- we can change one thing and hit that note, the ripple effect changed the entire pattern. Is is ca- that kind of the pattern. idea? It's it. And, and you think about it, uh, when, because, because we're not relying just on the shaman, um, I, and, and I did that myself, and it was part of my, part of my understanding, but just to be uh, sharing, when I had clients seven days a week and people were flying in from remote regions to see me and suffering tremendous cancer and this and that, that's when I literally prayed for a way that people could help themselves do what I was doing for them. That was, was my direct question. That was fast, safe, easy, and effective. That would basically replace this role that I was playing so that they could do their own restoration. Because it's not a one-time thing. Right. And I wanted them to be able to heal more effectively because as a shaman, you know, maybe you can bring back one, two, three, four, five pieces. But when you hit that, when you hit that note, you can heal a hundred things. Mm, mm at a time because they're all sitting out there in non-local reality. So uh, would you be willing to maybe take us through a process to, on, on how we might be able to, to do this for ourselves? Well, sure. The, the way you mean talk about how, how it actually works? Sure. Okay. And, and then but um, you have a process. Um, I, well, I do well. have a process. That it's n- the, the actual vibration, the universal codes themselves uh-huh. I, are part of the the program they're they're visual and they're auditory okay what um what i what i like to do for people on the call though is to begin to help them reconnect with their soul song the, those frequency codes you know you have to be able to reconnect with that pure bliss and they came in and um in these 
geometries and uh, the frequencies that were able to be produced from those into sound and all of that is is a a very different um, experience. But for us today, what I'd love to do is to just have everybody close their eyes for a moment and to open your hearts, take a nice deep breath, Oh, and allow all that hope to come in, all that knowing that there is an answer and that you really are this beautiful being of light and that you really truly can reconnect with all of yourself again. And what we're going to do right now, even if we can't transport those pieces through to you because we we have to resonate that really high frequency of love, what we can do right now is reconnect to them just with our heart. So allow your heart to expand in golden light through time and space as if you're touching stars. And those lights, those stars out there are are parts of yourself that have been you, that are always you. Those are the parts of you that know you deserve to be loved, that know everything is possible. And as you reach out with your heart to them through time, I want you to allow that golden light to touch them. And as they do, as it does, they become brighter and a resonance comes back to you. And I just want you to allow that feedback loop to exist within you for just a moment. Appreciate the love that you're sending to them. I know you're here. You can say to them, I'm ready to bring you home. Let's connect. And then the ping back to you. And then the message back out. And the ping back to you. And it begins to create this resonance that stimulates the very soul song. The song of your soul. The essence of who you are. And I'd love for you to allow the resonance of all of who you are to go through you at this moment in time. And I'm going to project the healing codes to each and every one of you in this same moment so you connect with all of who you are. Allow them to ping back to you. And I am going to send this resonance that allows you to reconnect you may find that some of those little stars of light that are you come to you. They literally look like stars coming to you in your heart. Allow them to come back to you. Welcome them back home to you. Everything is possible. You are truly meant to be whole again to carry your wisdom forward, to build the bridges of light that humanity and the planet needs. Just by healing your own life, you do that. Every little step, every thought, every action. Continue to just resonate. We're almost done. And at the end of this recovery process, I want you to know that every piece you bring back brings you back more wholeness, more knowingness that you deserve to be loved. These aren't the fractured pieces that you bring back. You were the fractured piece. This is you recovering all of who you are. Take a nice deep breath and just in the stillness of the moment, allow yourself to focus back on your heart. And allow the resonance of that song to flow through you. Move yourself to a place of gratitude for the experience of reconnecting, touching, communicating with all these beautiful pieces of you, restoring, recovering. And in the resonance of that song, Allow an image or a knowing or a direction to come to you of what the next step for you is on your path. Because you are here. 
for a reason and you do belong and you are loved. Everything you need is truly here for you. And if we change our underlying blueprint, we make room for it in our lives. So I'm sending you all love and light and a frequency that helps you remember all of who you are. And if you don't Remember it clearly now. You can remember it through a dream, through a flash of intuition, through a recognition like a deja vu, a knowing that just comes to you, or even through journal writing. And then we can come back into the present moment and take a nice deep breath. It's like coming home to our soul family. It's an amazing amazing state of being. When we begin to connect with all of those points of light that is us, we also begin to connect with the very fabric of all of us and in our higher states of consciousness. And it resonates into our being, our soul family, the people that we're uh, meant to share the healed version of life with. Because we have, we have those folks who volunteer to help us grow, which isn't always the most pleasant experience, kind of like doing our homework. And then we have the people who are here to share life with us once we've actually um, learned what we came to learn and remembered who we are and we begin to walk our path. It's, it's a beautiful world of cooperation, collaboration versus that competitive, not enough um, mode. Well, I, I just want to, that was uh, really remarkable. Wow. That was an incredible experience. And I, 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 during it, I actually picked up my flute because you talked about the song mm-hmm. and, I, and I heard it. And I, do, would you mind if I shared a little soul song that kind of came through? I would love it. Okay, so this is the soul song of this moment of healing, this moment of reconnection, this moment of integration. Uh, it'll just be a short little flute song. one of those instruments that truly transcends dimensions and time. It's, wow. Yeah, thanks for the inspiration, Beautiful. and thanks for letting me play it. It just felt like... I'm just so moved. <laughs> when you talked about the song, I'm like, oh, and my hand went straight for the flute and started to play in the backgrounds, mm-hmm. and that's what came through the first time, too, which is always fun. Uh, that, that was just... I'm just really blown away. And, you know, I'm kind of emotional. There were a lot of tears during that process of, you know, welcoming home those bits mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of gloriousness that needed to leave me um, and that I'm ready to receive and retrieve now. So w- what happens when we, when we do this process? Um, is there any kind of like a healing crisis are happening or what can, can people start no. to expect? No, gosh. Gosh, no. Yep. Well, so this, this process um, it, it certainly can be deepened, and, and there are uh, one of the things that I, I love to do for people is to help them really understand how to also um, recognize fractal patterns and Great. Yeah, let's future talk about fracturing, that. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, but in terms of what they're likely to experience um, right now, 
when you recover these pieces, whether through the, what we did today here, which was uh, just phenomenal, and I felt so honored to be able to carry that vibration through for everybody and then to have the flute, wow, um, you can experience, like I said, uh, these sort of aha moments of realignment on path. It's, it's almost as if somebody turns the lights on or you wake up in the forest and you go, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it's very comforting. It's a very life-affirming feeling. It's a sense of um, orientation. Also things that can happen is that occasionally people can become a, a little bit sleepy the first couple of days. And what you need to understand about that is that your brain needs to process and integrate this wholeness of you again. And your cell tissues need to vibrate in a new way. And so if you were vibrating with a lot of fractures or toxic emotions, for example, that can compromise your health. So in the sleepiness, you are restoring, rebalancing, recentering. Um, some people have, if, if they do the, the deeper work, they can get um, their their tastes in clothing might change. I've seen people totally grow out of a particular phase and move into their power, and suddenly they they choose different clothes to where they suddenly have the ability to to stand up for themselves or draw healthy boundaries. A lot of anxiety reduction occurs if you could understand that. When there's a lot of fracturing, it's a little bit like um, fault lines in the earth. There's always a quivering. There's always a tension. There's always an anxiety around the next earthquake. Um, and it's in the air even when it's not happening. And that's the way we feel when we have fractures. And when you start to heal the core fractures, one of the most remarkable things that I hear as feedback is, wow, you know, my anxiety went away. I, I just know that I can handle anything. I'm just really calm and centered. And so even people who overcome tremendous hardship in their life, it's not I overcame this, it's I just feel so much better. I feel right. so much stronger. It's not a, there's it's not really as much awesome. work in it. And you know what it feels no. like, Don? It feels like what you're describing is that instead of having a near-death experience like you did, we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't we can have actually to do that. incorporate the algorithms that you felt and saw and experienced on the other side, and as we've been saying, bring heaven into our own life. Oh yes, I, I actually literally brought those um, those geometries and the algorithms back and produced them into tools for people to be able to use in their own life. And so the the, the restoration is not underlined 10 times that you recover this piece of trauma that then you feel trauma trauma no no it's the part of you that slipped off that knew it deserved to be loved right. that you recover and it uh, helps to so, completely i love that it's the pieces that slipped off that we knew deserved to be loved right but weren't in a moment and just slipped off right and and i love this right. notion of restoration that feels mm -hmm. so good. <laughs> it's not renovation. Oh, it's restoration. No, it's restoration. bringing back to the original blueprint. Is that and the idea? And then what happens, it, it is. And then if you can think about that, your soul song is is restored. Like if you thought about a broken record, um, your soul song is restored. The record can play again. And we talked about everything being frequency, but, you, but everything is resonance as well. And so when your song begins to play to the world, the world hears that song, hears that frequency, and the universe literally organizes itself as a direct reflection back to you of what you're truly resonating. So when your blueprint is restored, that life that you really want to be experiencing, that path, that purpose, those opportunities start really showing up for you. Everything you need comes to you. It's, it's remarkable. So the, the other thing that I think is so beautiful about this is that all those other processes that we've been working on that maybe we got some glimpsing out of, it amps them up because right. when you get oh, rid of the fracture. Great. So everything yeah. that we've done or purchased or owned that really did call to us can work even better. Exactly. That's so That's neat. why. <laughs> yeah, that's why entrepreneurs do this work. It's like optimizing for them. Sure, they're already successful, but I watched somebody restore a fracture around uh, being beaten as a child and a certain type of love energy not happening for them, and this entrepreneur was materializing that in his real estate dealings. He healed that and, and generated an extra million dollars wow. in, in the year. And it's like once we heal it, 
at this deep level, we stop rematerializing it. It's not um, necessary because that re- mm-hmm. rematerializing, that repatterning, is the yearning for that peace to be rejoined. And, and beyond that, it's mm-hmm. physics. And it's beyond simply, that, okay, it's just simple right, physics, so right. It's simple physics. It, the physics, if your blueprint is damaged, imagine you had a blueprint for a house, but you erased some of the walls, the foundational walls. Right. Um, and then you built the house, it keeps falling down, and that part, it's the same thing. Right. Your core blueprint that sits, it, all living things have it. Plants have a, a morphogenetic field. We have one. When it gets damaged, it's your, it's your 24-7 resonance. It's your blueprint. The world around you reflects it. And um, so if, if you're not experiencing exactly what you want to be experiencing in life, the good news is you can learn how to, to repair, restore, and then boom, the outer world starts to reflect back to you in a consistent and sustainable way that you can relax into instead of this constant glimpsing. Now, it doesn't mean that life doesn't still happen, yeah. but it, it because yeah, we like, are like in people, are you're still going to experience the seasons of compression and expansion of life. People are going to leave you. Not everything's going to work out as you want it to. Um, so life still shows up, but now we have a capacity that's very different. Well, so, and, and we and we experience it so differently. So I, I'd and like to I live like, longer and we can amazing, <laughs> amazing. live longer and amazing. Um, I do have a, a a kind of final question, which is what what is what is fractal mapping and 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 uh, describe that process of of I know that's a really important process in your system. Okay, so fractal mapping is really understanding for yourself um, where your seed events are and how that fractal pattern has worked in your life. So instead of being upset about ten incidents, for example, you can begin to see the seed event and the repeated pattern. It also helps you learn to predict the future because until you heal certain aspects of the seed event, that's your blueprint, and you can literally predict your future. So. You can learn, once you've learned how to map it, you can adjust your trajectory, even just incrementally in your conscious state as you're doing the deeper work, and change your life. If you think about an airplane that takes off from L.A., a three degrees difference in their flight path can land them in either Tokyo or somewhere in Korea. I mean, it's, it's tremendous. So becoming aware of the, the physics of this, and I, I want to stress that it's not hardcore physics. It's really all applied right down into your life. It's incredible the aha moments that go on, and there are changes that we can make at a conscious level in our everyday life that will adjust that trajectory once you've mapped your fractal or understand how your fractal patterns are repeating. And so it empowers you uh, to make better choices immediately, to break through patterns that you were unconscious of. It's like lifting the blindfold in your life. Wow. It's, um, it, it just feels like it's uh, it's so practical <laughs> that you know to to be able to create the map of the pattern so that now it's not twenty events it's one that seeded the other nineteen and then to see how that projection is going to continue uh, allows I think that the, the, you know just you described it as a popping energy I'm feeling that now that there's mm-hmm. a there's a popping into place of consciousness and a conscious yes. awakening around it so that now we can see. We can see clearly now. The rain is it's gone. <laughs> and, and you know when that happens, the stress is released. Uh, it's like and when you that's go to that the doctor, overwhelm. Right? That overwhelm yes. is released. Right. Yes. And so let's say you have something that's plaguing you. you, and you you've been limping around for two weeks, and your foot hurts, and you don't know what's wrong, and you go to the doctor, and he finally says, oh, you have a splinter right here. Let me take that out. It's that, oh, now I know what it is. Okay, I can breathe. Um, it's knowing... It's just it's tremendous stress relief, and it's used for for navigating life for the rest of your life. It will forever change how you see life, and how you make decisions. And if when we begin to also understand that every thought, every action, every word that we say counts, then you realize once you have that aha moment. You should hear people on these calls. It's just it's such joy for them when this light bulb goes off and they get it. Um, they start making better decisions for where they want to go right away, and they wake up in situations that they were just simply 
asleep to, unconscious of. Um, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And every step that we do like that, every little awakening, turns up the volume of our soul song. And uh-huh. so if you think about the reciprocation of that, in comes the support, in comes the help, in comes the joy. It's it's beautiful. And um, I think some of the reasons why I've had such tremendous help from the physicists is because they love the fact that there is a practical application to quantum physics. Right, because right now there isn't. <laughs> right. Other than this, there really isn't a practical application. That's I had this cool. one. Yeah, I had this one. Well, this one physicist um, from Stanford, and he says, "Oh my gosh, this is drum theory and string theory and everything all combined. I love it." So <laughs> he, they they see it through that other lens, and right. and they just think it's. Um, that's really it's cool. Remarkable. It's funny. We've yeah. got a couple of speakers on on the show this season that that are doing um, that are creating practical applications for much of what has been theory, uh, and you're one of them. So uh, we're we're long over over our hour, but it was worth it. Um, I'm Don. I'm so so grateful that um, you said yes to join us this season of Healing with the Masters. Just a, a really beautiful, incredible, empowering, and and transformational show. And I'm just really, really great. I feel different. I feel so hopeful. I, I have a big smile on my face. <laughs> and oh, I, I'm just you. really grateful that, that you, you said yes, that uh, I'm sorry for those, uh, all those experiences of trauma you had, but they all resulted in just remarkable oh. insights and that you got to bring back to us. So I'm grateful yeah, for the parts definitely. of your soul that said yes to those experiences too. So thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Oh, thank you. And thank you for... Being you, uh, I just I find what you do remarkable. And for all the people who show up, thank you for being you. I am so blessed to get to share space with you on this call, and I'm just sending everybody tremendous love and light. And I, I think I've crossed over so many times that door to the other side has never closed for me. Huh, and right. I'm just going to do a meditation today and beam it through for everybody. Oh, thank you so much, and. Uh, uh, and just thanks all of you for listening to this series. Um, I'm so honored and so privileged that you have chosen to say yes, even if it's for a little while, that we can play together in our life adventures, in our soul's journeys. Um, and thank you again for the continual co-creation that you bring. You bring this information through us and through to all of us on this planet as, as a unit of oneness. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And un- until next time, everyone. You know, here's to these a, a wonderful reconnection and wholeness within our own being. Much love to you, and, and thank you so much, Don. Thank you. Okay, bye now. And remember, if you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's H. WTM as in Healing with the Masters podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season. <laughs>